there's no better place like for people to enter this space than through like we are eternal because you enter this space right now and you're like, oh, I want to collect. What do I do? What do I collect? What more do you need than to know to collect? Like you get to be part of, you know, you get to have fractionalized ownership of probably one of the best collections in existence right now. Talking about NFTs and that's nifty. That's nifty. All the great artists they come to this place to talk about the crypto space and that's nifty. That's nifty. That's nifty. Your hosts for tonight's podcast are Tyler. Larry and Slime Sunday. Damn, that's nifty. How are you guys? Can I drink wine? Yeah, yeah. I've got the wine of middle class America. Diet Coke. We're pretty high, so don't worry about that. Um, it might just be me. You rugged us. I didn't. (laughs) Dangled Victor. He's shy. Doesn't like to come talk to people he's talked to before. He, I literally was, dude, I was begging. I, um, at first he was like, yeah, I'm down to do everything. And then I was like, okay. And he was like, just kidding. I don't want to. We'll, we'll talk to Victor. Victor, Victor can do whatever he wants. I know. I know. Well, sorry. No, no worries. It's it's been a while since we've seen you though in New York, right? What was, uh, what the fork? Um, I'm here. I'm back. Where are you? I know. Are you in New York right now? Mm-hmm. Did you just get in? Yeah. Were you in London? Yes. Who did you see out there? I saw a number of people. How a lot of my online friends. It was so fun. Is that like a pre NYC NFT party? Well, kind of. I've never been to the UK or Europe or anything, and I just wanted to go. And it's such a quick flight from London to New York. So I just went full send. And it was kind of stupid, to be honest, because I was so jet lagged one entire day, didn't even leave my hotel room, I was dead. And then, um, yeah, so I basically just spent like two days in London, but it was worth that. Nice. I, I've never been myself. I don't know how the rules work. Like, can they, they can't, like, local Brits can't come to, like, our way, but we can go back and forth. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. All right, just, make, just making sure that makes That's sense. That's so crazy, huh? That is so weird. weird. And they didn't make it easy, too. Like, the information of, like, what you're supposed to do, it was, like, I didn't even realize until I, like, literally was arriving at the airport to go. Like I got COVID tests, I've been vaccinated, everything. And then they were like, you have to book, you have to have a test kit delivered to you in your hotel. (laughs) And I, and you have to take it before you can go back, come back home. And I literally got my negative COVID test back like two hours before I left for my, for the airport to come home. Fuck. That's scary. (laughs) But you made it. Made it. It was so fun though. It was, um, London is kind of like, somewhere between like a Boston and a New York. I, I think know. I'd like that medium because I, New York's a lot. So like Providence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't say Providence. Newport. I'm an East East Coast girl. You guys know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, we're in like north of Boston in Danvers. So just up 95. Just up 95. I know Danvers. Everything's up 95. I know. That's the key to that. (laughs) (laughs) So cool. But I'm glad you reached out. You have a lot yeah, of cool I appreciate stuff you guys going having on. me. I know. And it's a little bit selfish because I've won, obviously, been wanting to come on this podcast. You guys are the best. <laughs> appreciate so, that. So fun. Can you hear me? Should I put on my AirPods or what? Is this going to be fine? We've been recording the whole time. So you sound great. Yay. So we do. Just laid back vibing. I love it. So this project with 888. And Victor, and I'm guessing a whole lot of other people. Yeah. We are the Eternals. We are eternal. Yeah. We are eternal. You got to somehow cross that over with the movie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said it beforehand. He too. actually was just practicing his lines. I, I can't confirm. The like movie, we were like, we went back and forth on so many names. And then 888 was like, oh, is this a problem? And I was like, fuck. I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's so hard to tell um, because it's like, how do you with a name like that? <laughs> like, yeah. But it's kind of cool. It's topical. Very much so. Better than meta. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely works. It's awesome. But so this involves fractionalization of some of 888's fault pieces, right? That are being turned into PFPs. Yeah. So the, the art itself for the PFP, so it's an 8,888 token uh, PFP and he has supercharged this with $8 million worth of art from his fault. So obviously like, so the art itself is, is hard coded. The fractionalization is hard coded into the contract of each token and the rarity percentage of one trait is going to be directly linked to the ownership that's staked, the ownership percentage that's staked from the collection. So it's really cool. The, the And the PFPs themselves were created by Victor. So the art was a collaboration between Victor and 888. 888 has collected a number of pieces of Victor's art, loves Victor as an artist. The art is so beautiful. It's amazing. Two base models, kind of two base characters um, with incredibly like brilliant attributes and objects and poses. It's it's really, really gorgeous. It's definitely a fine art uh, PFP project, which is incredible. And, and then the art exists kind of within it is, and is intrinsically linked to it. That's awesome. Like the first thing that comes to mind for me is are some of the different pieces, the base pieces from his vault, are they chopped up into different amounts when it goes into this fractionalization? Yeah. Yeah. So the whole kind of the whole vault itself will be kind of amalgamated into like what is this the 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 supercharged art of this of the we are eternal. And then that those are all split into percentages. So you could have um you know, a, a big, a bigger percentage of the entire collection, but at every single one will at least have a percent, which is really, really cool. And, and just honestly, I feel like speaks to kind of where we're like, it shows people who collect this, in my opinion, 
it's it's a pretty good indicator of like what they feel about this space but they recognize that you know this art the artwork that 880 has collected is from people who you know already were like amazing and a lot of them already established artists in their own right but no doubt will be you know legendary artists will be the van goghs of the digital renaissance and and the andy warhols and so it's really about kind of having that eternal value and ownership it's it's quite special that's really cool imagine being around like the 1800s and you had a way to like buy into all the top artists around <laughs> it is cool and especially because like in my opinion you know you guys know because we've you've been here like we're never going to be able to recreate this moment but certainly never going to be able to recreate the last six months like even if somebody came in to the space today with essentially like you know, unlimited ETH or like resources, <laughs> you know, you could never be like that first call. Like you can, like he's won the, he won these auctions or he commissioned these one of ones or bought these one of ones. And to just be able to, like, you'll never be able to recreate that. So in itself, it's, it's kind of a, a time capsule too, in a way, like you're, you're buying into the history also of like this digital renaissance and of a time that will never be recreated. Like, you know, look at Fuocious, like when, you know, some people will, most people probably will never be able to own a piece of art created by Fuocious ever again, unless they collected it, you know, five months ago or four months ago. Um, it's just really, it, it really speaks to kind of the value and like the, the optimism and excitement for the future and for this movement to continue to grow. God, you can fucking talk <laughs> like with the best of them <laughs> on point. Like, have you practiced this? No. Get out of here. I don't believe that one bit. No, I really, I haven't. I really just like, it's easy for me to talk about because I, I believe in it and I get the vision so clearly, which is the most exciting part. And it kind of is necessary when you're like somebody's AI. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's amazing because 888, it's just been really fun to work with 888 and, and always was, you know, kind of a fear or like a, a point of anxiety for me is like, how do I remember all this stuff? But it, his, what he builds is so aligned with like what I feel too. So it's, it's easy for me to kind of dissect and pick apart like how, what makes something valuable and what makes an idea good, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. And I, I can't help but think too, as you're trying to like encapsulate this what was the like time frame from the birth of the idea and um I guess how long has Victor been kind of diving in what was like the process of figuring out logistics behind that it's been months actually so I remember because you know I work for 88 the new world so I'm the chief experience officer for 88 the new world and we since I was hired in June have been like non-stop go 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 and I I remember like initially we had thought we were going to launch this month, literally like this weekend and, you know, things happen and like, it's really tech and operability and backend and making sure that we don't have to sacrifice anything like critical about the platform. But, you know, I, at one point we were working so hard, like day in and day out. And I remember kind of taking like a breath and 888 and I were talking and I was like, I feel like we were like, we've done it. Like we've, we've passed it all off. It's packaged. It's, it's ready. Like now we just wait for the platform to go live. And he's like, 
Yeah. And like in that exact moment, it's like we both hung up the phone and I started like dreaming up NFT affirmations and he started dreaming up uh, this, he started dreaming up we are eternal. And like a day later, we called each other and we were like, I just, I got the best idea. (laughs) And, And we were like, he was like, I want to do this like PFP. Like I've been thinking about, you know, my art, my, my vaults, my collection. And, you know, I really like this, the rise of like PFPs were like, it was really starting to like hit and take off. And there were a lot of flops and rugs and bullshit. And he was like, I want to make something that, you know, has value, like intrinsic value, like from the beginning that feels like it, it, you know, that has longevity that really changes things and pushes people to think outside of the box. And I was like, weird, I want to do the same thing, but like with memes. (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of like from that moment on, but I think the first time you mentioned it to me was in it had to be in June or July, like toward the end, because it was just like, like nonstop work. And, and we were both kind of like, yeah, we're going to work on this thing on the side. And, you know, I launched affirmations and literally the day after I, like that very day that I launched affirmations, he was like, okay, I don't know how the fuck you did that. And built it at the new world. He's like, but I know you have to help me with with we are eternal (laughs) i was like damn it job security (laughs) and he was like you know and he's amazing and he's always like you don't like you know somebody i think it would be really easy to like push projects on to people that like work for you but he always lets me be a collaborator too and like you know just today like got to work with him directly and like come up with the names for like the traits and the attributes and I got to bring on my own you know design team and ants really like help build this team around him which just makes it even more special because it's obviously I think it's brilliant and amazing but it's just it really feels non-stop when when you like hear about like you are working so hard on one thing and then the second you get to chill it's like new idea like let me just make my life more difficult but it's worth it to create something new and different. Yes. It is so new. Like you see a lot of collectors doing like the curated drops and stuff on like Mickey gateway. This takes it to a whole nother level of like, I collected these over a you know a certain amount of time or fractionalizing it. You can own a piece of this, but it, then it's been shifted through the lens of all of the creatives that are around them with the project. Right. So you have Victor doing, you know, the creative direction on the actual profile pictures, which I'm guessing have bits of the artwork embedded in there somehow. No, they're all original. Yeah, oh, they're all original. Yeah, wait, so you guys don't actually post video, right? I'll share my screen if you... you... Go for it. We won't, this is alpha. We'll we'll cut this part because it'll be bad. I think it'll help. Um, (laughs) I'll just show like a small, oh, wait, you gotta just, you gotta enable screen sharing. I don't know how to do that. What do you guys have planned for the reveal? Is it gonna be like... um like in incognito until like a certain date i think we'll we um oh so we're actually having a like gallery and viewing party in decentraland on the first um of november so we will open up the gallery and the gallery will show all of the art that's going to be fractionalized um so people can see like what part of his collection will actually be like intrinsically connected to these and we'll also do a sneak peek of the um of the work. Okay, I'll show you really quick. So that's just one. Oh, it's very much Victor. Wow, I yeah, don't know what I was expecting. 
it's it's very much Victor, but I've seen like all of the traits and like, you know, the poses and the background objects and even like headpieces and outfits. And like, that's very much where I feel a lot of 888's, um, his like creative kind of touch comes in because they're very like, it, you know, he has, I think like, it's super clear to see his taste, like yep. in his, in what he, and how he collects, which is really amazing. Like, um, that's the type of thing I always like to look for. I'm like, and I think that's also how you, you really like differentiate between people that collect art or that like collect JPEGs to sell <laughs> and flip and 888's never sold, um, a piece of his collection before that's been like a one of one. Like, I think he's probably, I think he's sold like a couple of apes and he's given, he's been known to give me bonuses in crypto baby punks or <laughs> <laughs> I always accept bonuses in JPEGs, but um, so it's really, I like seeing that. And so when he, you know, as I've been looking at the the objects and the, the attributes that will exist within the PFPs, I'm very much like, oh, okay, this was a true collaboration, which I think is amazing. And I know Victor spoke about that the other day too, that when we had a Twitter space, he was like, I, I really like, this is truly been like a collaborative experience. Like we've been working together on everything, which, you know, it's just, it, it shows that in this space, like Nobody has to be one thing. You don't just have to be a collector. You don't just have to be an artist or, you know, a social media manager or something like everybody kind of has. That's like what decentralization is and sovereignty, right? It's like denouncing anything that has power over you. A job title has power over you. And like a position as a CEO, he, like with 888 The New World, he doesn't even call himself the CEO. Like he, you know, he doesn't like that. So I had to call myself to see you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm not above uh, putting some letters behind my name. I know, right? But so it's amazing to be able to see like, and, you know, even with, with 888's inner circle, like watching him kind of curate those drops and, and who, who, like which projects he gives like new access to, exclusive access to or whitelists or works with, like kind of watching his wheels turn on that as like a curator is really cool to see like it's it's inspiring so i don't i think that you know he's certainly not going anywhere and i think this you know we are eternal is is proof of that which is awesome and with the inner circle uh that's required right to get one of the these drops here so it's not required but it's the only way to guarantee to mint um, oh gotcha you buy them off secondary right yeah, exactly. So um, there's 8,888 Inner Circle Genesis members. There's 8,888 um, We Are Eternal tokens. And as many Genesis memberships as you have in your wallet, you can mint um, Eternal tokens. So we will like open up the, the whitelist probably 12 hours or so early so that people have plenty of time. And we'll do kind of tiered access in that way which will be awesome. But yeah, he's very, very um, loyal to that community, which is awesome to see because I just feel like he gives so much to them. I'm like, are you sure? Didn't you just have a drop with them? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, we have another one. And it's just really brilliant. It's definitely true. Like a lot of people talk, you throw the word utility around and like, Alicia, utility for me is like, I'm like, I feel like space and like creativity and freedom is so important, but like he really, like really holds utility up there and, and doesn't ever want anybody to think that, 
you know, they, that it's not worth it to be a part of his community. And like, as much as that will literally like put him out, <laughs> like, uh, you know, there's so much work that goes into it. He just won't stop, which is again, like very inspiring. And sometimes I don't know how he does it. <laughs> yeah. I, I peeped the floor on the, the inner circle um, access and it's about an ETH right now. If anyone is like wanting to hop in that way, guaranteed mint. Guaranteed mint. It's going to be big. It's going to be awesome. I want to get ahead of the kid eight tweet. That's like, I did the 8,888 first. So I just want to say, I said that before kid eight did. So. <laughs> oh, amazing. Kid eight has also said to me before, does eight, eight, eight think he's cooler than me because he has three eights in his name and I only have one. Yeah. He's just the kid eight. He's the kid eight. Oh my God. It's easier so, to say that he does have that going for him. <laughs> I love it so much, but yeah. And I think like numbers are important too here. Like a lot of people like price, you know, like expect kid eight dealt with this, you know, he, his, his drop was diff was not the same cost as like the 0 0.08 Ethereum that everybody was doing. And like, there was a lot of hate and, and backlash for it, but which is so like, like, it's so hypocritical in a space where people are like, yeah, like value, like value yourself, like list right. your high, like, you know, never like it, it's so, and it feels a little bit like people have fallen into this, like, okay, blue chip is the same as blueprint. And it's not like, we have a responsibility to actually keep pushing the space and keep raising the bar on things because that's how we weed people out. You know, like in my, I learned so much from my experience, like, I didn't want to list on rarity tools for NFT affirmations. And I didn't want to give like traditional kind of traits and, and, and properties because I, I just, I wanted it to be like truly non-fungible and I wanted people to care more about, you know, what, what this one said because of what, how it connected them to their community that they're involved in. And, and I just feel like the, the ex it's so contradictory sometimes when people are like, you know, they, they expect it to be a certain way because that's what they're used to. And then you get a bunch of fucking paper handing motherfuckers <laughs> who just like tank a project. And like, it, it's really disheartening for like the larger community. But, you know, I think with 888, like he's being highly considerate and like, he's very, he's protective of, of both Victor and like the, the, the artwork that Victor you know, creates and puts on the market and, and also, you know, what the value is of, of his collection and of the collection that's being staked and fractionalized here and, and also just plans for the future. So, you know, I think that it's important to, to note and recognize that things, you know, shouldn't be done the same way over and over again. And, and people should kind of break free from expectations a little bit of, you know, this ought to cost 0 0.05 or this ought to cost 0 0.08. Or, you know, I should, you know, be able to easily identify what the properties and traits are and find that on, on rarity tools and then buy in that way. Like it just, people should still continue to like collect what they love, you know? It makes sense. I mean, I never really thought about it that way before, but yeah, if you're sitting there on rarity sniper all day, you're just really looking for the one that's going to make you the most money in the end of the day. Yeah. Not like just grabbing the G vol you like. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the antithesis of like what non-fungible means. Like non-fungible is supposed to be like 
I, what I value and what I find valuable. And when we have projects that are kind of that are, are operating within this model of like percentages and traits, like you're actually, that is fungibility. So that's why, you know, I think that this is really like, we are eternal is important because there's something more to that percentage. Like in a way it's kind of acknowledging what is like the non-fungibility of, of we are eternal is like the, the mental and like the psychological understanding and appreciation of the time it took to collect this art and the time that it's taken, you know, Victor and 888 to grow in this space. And, you know, the, the time in the future that we're all going to, you know, that we're hopefully all going to be a part of, but we know that we're not <laughs> like, there's going to be a lot of people here that just won't stick around and kind of what that means. At the time when you guys like came up with this, was there any hesitation with like the, um, you know, nature of the PFP game? Um, I mean, you explained it pretty well there, but uh, I feel like if you're doing it, you got to do it right. And, yeah. and as long as you have everything in place that that makes it feel like you're, you're doing it for the right reason, for the right people and with the right context. Um, was there any doubt when you guys were like going through the process or any point where you were like, fuck, we're pretty deep here. And <laughs> oh my God. I, every day, at least once a day, I'm like, damn, I'm in deep. <laughs> I'm like, should I just go back to like slinging toys and like writing like social media captions for animated celebrities? Shit post on Twitter. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, I would say the, the depth is probably just the fact that like, you know, as I just mentioned, like my previous experience, like at Super Plastic or, or anywhere else, like brand building, the like the opportunity to build community on chain is so important because you get to kind of take out this like middle person of like it, uh, and you get to have like this direct access to your community or your collector and the community equals collector in this example. But for me, like I feel that there's still um, a lot of, there's still like a lot to be determined and a lot to be figured out on like what that actually means. You know, I, as a person can align with a lot of different things. I bought into a number of different collectibles or PFP projects that I would never actually like, I don't think I would ever proudly align with like in a public way, you know, the way that people really proudly align with CryptoPunks and Board Ape Yacht Club. And, you know, I think we can all, and now Doodles, really, like a lot of people I see are, are really like leaning into this. And this is, I think, really growing. But for me, like, I feel that with We Are Eternal, the opportunity to align, like what that really means, it reminds me a lot of like, you know, Richard's tweet and like Richard, you know, him turning down um, that insane offer on his punk is like, imagine like it, that gives, gave me chills. And like, it was something that I felt like I would have done because like when everything that, when who you are, like your identity, and even if it's your identity, a snapshot of your identity, because obviously Richard is so much more than manifold and it tweets and, and punks and whatever. But when the snapshot of your identity that you're the most proud of and that you believe in the most and that you believe has the most value to the rest of the world is so like, you're, you're so attached to it that like you're able to turn, you turn down life-changing money like that you would never be able to, like that is so like admirable. And I feel like that's truly community. And that's truly the only blue chip that CryptoPunks could ever get. Like 
you know, Jay-Z changing his profile picture, coming in and buying a punk or whatever. Like, that's so cool. Like for the rest of us, we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, but you know, the, but really that's why I feel like we are eternal is important because as I've mentioned, like it's, it is about like eternity of this space and this movement. And I really feel like that's the depth is like where the, the fear or anxiety or like this, the, and also like hope and optimism and excitement because anxiety and excitement can feel like the same thing a lot is just like making sure that that is always at the fore like that's always at the top of the list is like provide like making this something that means so much to people that they would you know rather that, that they would turn down money they would you know some people would look at them like you're out of your fucking mind like so that they most could people. because they need most people and that and something that you don't i think like where we're at right now is a lot of people don't care that that we're not understood like you know what i mean like i'm going to my i'm a maid of honor at my best friend's wedding and it next weekend which i'll i can talk about here on this this podcast because she's never gonna fucking listen to it, she it. <laughs> shout out <laughs> <laughs> and it it you know and uh, we had a really honest and like hurtful conversation where she's like you're my maid of honor and you haven't been involved in my life at all in the last year that i've been planning my wedding and i'm like dude like i'm trying to do something like i'm sorry but like i am so sorry but like this is so important like there's so much here that could like you're getting married you want to have kids like this could ben benefit all of you like there's so much happening here like it it and that I think like, it's so hard to work past that. And, you know, makes me want to like, I know I'm going to go to that wedding and see a bunch of people that I've known for the last 15 years of my life that wouldn't have known me since I was, you know, a kid. And they're going to be like, oh, Carson, you're into those NFTs and crypto now. And it's going to be hurtful and like funny to look back on. But like, I know I have to just work through that because like, I'm not like we have to not really care that we're we're misunderstood or that we're not understood or that we are not that we're kind of laughed at and i feel like that's like what's really important about like we are eternal is just kind of this this deep empathetic connection that is again like rising above other pfp projects where it's no longer like it's not about kind of turning down an offer or whatever it's like why would i ever let go of something that it has really that's going to have a historic element to it in years to come like you know people when people think about like collectors and people who like changed lives in this space although like 888 would not he doesn't even like to say like i've changed like i we did a twitter space and i was like let's invite some of the artists that like who's like you know you've collected and whose lives you've changed and he's like please don't do that. And I did it anyways, but he was like, what are you going to say? But I'm like, no, but people will be happy to talk about you in this space. And then in years to come, like people will be happy to talk about the people who, who really like believed in them. Cause that's what it's about. Somebody well, just one person believing in you. And that's kind of what I feel like participating in and getting involved in this community is about. And that's where I feel like that, you know, are we in too deep? It's like, we have to make sure that we're constantly like providing and delivering on that and making sure that that's what people see this project as. And that kind of falls on me <laughs> the messaging. <laughs> I, I totally feel that sentiment though, where it's like, no pressure, no pressure. It's, you know, <laughs> we don't, we don't care anymore that like people don't get it because it's like, we kind of know we're right at this point. And it's like, they'll find out eventually that yeah. it's like, 
self-validating or, you know, just, I know we're on the right track. Yeah. You have to, like, I keep joking about people posting. I'm like, it's, Oh, everybody's quitting their jobs now. Top signal. (laughs) (laughs) Like I did that shit in March when people were like, what the fuck? Like they were like, Oh, good for you. Like, are you sure? Like the, the number of people that were like, that tried to talk me out of it that are now like, you know, Oh, we're expanding and we're doing this and our whole business is this. And, and my whole life is that I'm like, bitch, you fucking, you wanted <laughs> the shit out of me when I told it, when you were like, why don't you just do it on the side for a little while? Like, no, like I'm in it now. And that's kind of where, you know, still working through that. So every time I see that shit that people are quitting their jobs, I'm like, but it's, I think like, I also, have, I had a conversation about this with somebody today that like, we are starting to get a little bit poisoned by like toxic positivity of like, because you have so many, you're kind of getting this like pop star, um, this like pop star syndrome where you see these people and you're like, yeah, this person blew up overnight. Like one bid changed their life and one person, but it's like, actually like you don't see all the work that goes into it beforehand. The grinding. Exactly. Like you don't, and that's kind of what becomes really difficult and hard is like talking about kind of, you know, hearing people be like, I spoke on a panel last week for some like USC students. And a lot of people that were on the panel were like, you can be rich and you can be rich. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I'm not fucking rich. Like what? Rich in JPEGs. I'm like, who the fuck is getting rich? I'm like, I like, I was like, this is like, there's so much work that goes into it. Like the, the difference is though, is that the opportunity for sustainable success is so much higher and so much larger than like in a centralized and like corporate world, you know, like I have never, like I've only, since I quit my job and since I started like being in this space, all I've ever worked on, like all I have ever been focused on is like bringing other people up. Like, it's like, I, when I worked at super plastic, I was climbing the ladder. I had six or seven job titles there in less than three years. Like I basically got to the last job title I was ever going to get. And that's all I was focused on. Like, I didn't give a fuck about anything else. I would do, you know, I'd pick up other people's, if people were dropping shit and it was falling through the cracks, I would just be like, I'm going to do it just because it, it was so self-righteous and like self-important and, and self-centered of me because I wanted to prove that I could do it. And like here now in this space, I'm like, I've been on the same step for so long, but I've, I've brought so many people up and like put so many people on. And I feel like that's just kind of like, that's really what's important. And that's, you know, where, where we need to think about, like, you know, we're not, this is this very project is not like, you know, look at Board Ape Yacht Club and look at CryptoPunks and how that's grown and developed and how that has has matured in this space. And I feel like that's what people are forgetting is like they they all come in here, like the new people who are coming in here, coming in because they see these multi-million dollar sales of these projects and they have no patience and no like consideration or interest in just hanging around long enough to identify why it was so easy. Like those people that flipped those board apes, like they, they held onto those. They believed in that project that contributed to that community. Yeah. I didn't fucking get any of them. I was like the one night I like, took 10 melatonin and it was like, <laughs> like one night of my life. So I feel like that's kind of 
what's important here too, is like pushing against that current. And like, you know, a lot of people would like, I, I love 88's inner circle, and, but I love the most when the people that are like, yeah, chill. Like, you know, when everybody's <laughs> screaming about like the floor, like it's crazy. Cool. And I get it though. They're, they're nervous. Like they're nervous. Like this space is volatile and things can change overnight, but like everybody who just like rides the wave and like just goes to the flow and believes in, in longevity, like they're going to be rewarded so much more than, you know, Richard would be rewarded so much more in the next 10, 20, 30 years than he ever would be if he accepted that bid. Yeah. And I, I think that the people talking about the floors just haven't been here as long. There's like, once you've been here long enough, you stop caring about the floor. Cause it's like, I'm not looking to sell this right now. So yeah. just buy what you like. Exactly. Or you can show people the floor and be like, look how fucking much that is. I own like five of those. <laughs> I'm exactly. not rich, but look at that. Yeah. I know, exactly. And it's like, you know, the floor means nothing when you're looking at the stars, right? Like, mm. what is it? Like, what does that even mean? Is that an NFT affirmation? Yeah. Okay. From, that's a verified affirmation from the Jeevils community. They oh said the, one of the guys, Weeby, said that in Discord. But it's just, it's special to see these things. And like, you know, when you think about just who is here, and like, I, I, I feel like who you want to be your collector, like, you know, diverse. For me, it was like diverse wallet holders. Like, I wanted like as many diverse for like for, for we are eternal. Like, I don't know what that goal or that KPI is, but like, I, I want to see, I think like, we're all excited to see people that just are here to be like eternal, like to just have that eternal friendship and community and connection. And we keep thinking about like, how are we going to build up? How do we want to build the community? What do we want to do to program? What types of things do we want to offer? And it's kind of like, we get, we feel like we have time to plan these things. Like ADD wants to have these like retreats and wants me to go look at these like locations in in these like beautiful places to to bring people it's like you know there's anybody can throw a party but like can you actually like provide this like retreat and like provide wellness and and like open up like channels of creativity and like have all this existential amazing shit go on in your life like because you're part of this community like it's wild so cool though i wonder who the first person will be that releases a project where they lock secondary sales for like a period of time. Like in the contract, it's like, you can't trade these for like a year. Oh my God. So cool. I wish I had fucking done that. Oh, well, we're going to cut this part too. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody's going to tweet. I'm going to tweet about it. I'm, I'm telling you, if people just listen along, we've had so many great ideas that we do absolutely nothing. Really. So <laughs> what I say all the time, I'm like free idea. Yeah. Like, Here you go. Always. I, or I give people my ideas whenever I'm like, whenever I consult for people, I'm like, all right, this is 51% your idea and 49% mine. Either way, <laughs> if it goes good or bad, it's more your idea, but you can give me like a little bit of blame or a little bit of credit. There you go. So you go. some of the artists that have been collected by 888 that are going to be in this shout out our boy slime Sunday, I think is one of the artists, right? I miss them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we have, um, in the collection, um, Pac, Trevor Jones, Blake Catherine, Fiwocious, um, Slime, 
Um, where's my list? God, there's so it's so amazing. And it's, it's I mean, it's awesome. just a rock star list. I just wanted you to yeah. run them off because it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. And you know, Krista Kim is in there, like people, and you know, my like my goal is to, you know, I've been slowly reaching out to all of them to like talk to them about this because I think it's really it's it, it also is like a special case study on like what to do, like what ownership really means. And a lot of people you know, talk about with PFPs, they talk about like rights, you know, like property rights and IP rights and whether you should or shouldn't have them. And, and there's also now a conversation about like ownership of art and what that means and who you can give that to and share that with. And it's amazing. Cause like I said, you know, some people like I, I dream about like, about owning like POC art and like, like art and and it's just I just missed I feel like where I am as a collector which like I do consider myself to be like a collector like I collect people's art I love it but like you know some of the things that I some of the people who I love so much like I got I was literally emotional the other night because I was like the only thing I've ever wanted to do is be able to support my friends with more than a fucking retweet like you know (laughs) Like people say like, oh, you have to, like, I'll never forget being like in a clubhouse room with like, thank you X and Blau and Farouk and, and Jake Paul or whatever. <laughs> and, and they were like, they were like, we're, we're buying a hundred thousand dollars worth of art. And, and they were like, they brought me on stage and like made me a mod. And I remember being like kind of embarrassed and like a little bit humiliated that I was like, dude like what the fuck I don't even have enough cash to like cover like the wire fees to transfer (laughs) my like to turn fiat into ETH and and that day though I remember like that night I was like hey anybody that's like waiting to come up on stage you know all these people that are here follow me on Twitter so if you guys DM me or work or tag me in it I'll retweet it and that like while that happened Blau and Ryan were like, Carson, like you're becoming a curator, like you're curating things. And like, you're, you know, you're like, they were buying stuff that I was retweeting that they were seeing through my retweets. Cause they obviously couldn't follow everybody or look at everything. And it just like, it's just special to be able to like get to that point. And now, you know, I feel so connected to this community that's going to be built around Sphere Eternal because, you know, it's going to really like unlock a lot of dreams for people. And like, I've, I dream about the day that I could collect some of that artwork and to just have a, a percentage, whatever that percentage is of ownership so that I can say, so I can explain to people someday, like, oh, I, I'm a collector of theirs and it's through this other community that I'm a part of. Like, it's just so, it's so cool. And, and it, it feels like an honor, honestly. Like I said, 888 has like gifted me like I told him that one day I was going to buy, he owns Chad Knight's one of one Pisces mm-hmm. um, NFT from his Nifty Gateway drop. And I was like, someday that's going to be mine. And I'm not going to let you give it to me. Like I'm yeah. going to buy that someday. And he's like, okay, like he's so great, but it's such, it's so, it's such a blessing that like he'll, he like gifts me NFTs as like bonuses or whatever. And like, and it's so special, but to really like be part of kind of his community and like his circle outside of, you know, it being part of inner circle, being part of everything, <laughs> like almost being, having a role in his identity as a collector is super special and important, especially for somebody like me, when people are always like, you show my work to 888, I'll give you a commission. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 I would never do that, obviously. <laughs> I've, 
I've never thought about it, but like everyone you follow on Twitter is their own little curator. And like, you get to see like what they curate and that's a cool way to think about it. The blockchain is a curation tool. Like, you know, seeing everything is open. Like if I, I would be mortified if some, if people saw some of the shit, like the clothing that I fucking buy online, that's just (laughs) fucking atrocious. Like, or some of the shit that I buy inside of target or tj maxx or whatever the fuck (laughs) like i would people i'd be like oh god but here like everything is is visible and transparent and like it's just very cool to to be able to show who you align with through that and like connecting with people's stories and and you just can't fake shit anymore and that's like that is the best and and that's where i feel like a lot of people i think a lot of people that collect we are eternal I'm hoping are going to have a lot of, um, you know, similar like ideas about this space and a similar philosophy. And that's, you know, really what we care about. Cause it would be so easy for 888 to drop a PFP and, you know, have whatever, like people would be like, yeah, but like to actually come up with an idea that's like well-developed and thought out that has longevity, that has, you know, real value, intrinsic value from the, from the very mint, um, more so than just like a hoodie or gold teeth or whatever. Like that's, it's very cool. It's very 888 too, where it's like, I will share part of my collection with you. You know what I mean? Like you can be part owner of the, these pieces of art with me. Yeah. It's really cool. I think there's always, you know, I, I told this story to somebody the other day that we built out the, we are eternal discord. And it's like, there's, I was like on in it all the time. Like I'm like the bad comp. Like somehow I've been painted to be the bad comp here (laughs) (laughs) to all of our teams. Cause I'm like, did you bring your sister up with you? What? Is that your sister? My sister. No, my sister is, my sister is running Carson's intern Twitter. Um, but Megan, who is, um, the, she is production manager for 888, the new world and Megan, my and Megan's story is amazing. Metaverse Meg, who I always tweet about. Yeah. She and I met on Facebook when I first moved to LA because I basically just didn't know anything about LA. And I was like trying to hire like a personal assistant, like go shopping for furniture for me and do my returns for me. Because I was just like, what the fuck am I going to do? I was working so much. And, she, and also like walk my dog. Like that was like the thing. And I told her, I was like, I'm, I'm doing this thing with NFTs, super complicated, I don't like repeating myself. If you pay attention and listen, like you can be a part of everything that I do and you can quit your job and you can work with me forever. And, and she was like, okay. And that's exactly what she did. And literally a month and a half ago, this bitch quit her job. That's how like, it. that's an Ari gold move. It feels like you're just talking I know, dude. <laughs> but she's amazing. But the story of 88 is like, I, t- I was like building this dis- and Megan deals with the, the brunt of my shit. Like she, every morning, 9am, she gets up, drives from West Hollywood to Los Feliz make sure my ass is out of bed eating breakfast like drinking coffee and water she's like we got fucking work to do and she um we we were building the discord for we are eternal and it, it, it was like is the discord ready is this Discord ready and like there's always that moment where you're like fuck like i thought it was so good and now he's about to come in and like i'm freaking out and i'm like you know text yelling at people like rachel what the fuck like this looks like i told you to fix this and i've been in that discord 
It is built fire. The fuck out. Oh my I know. God. So he goes in and she, Rachel's texting me and Megan's texting me and they're like, what's he saying? What's he saying? I'm literally driving on Santa Monica Boulevard. I'm like, oh, I'm like reading. I get one notification that's like 888 posted in Discord. All he did was exclamation point sage, which if you know, we have Cleansing. a sage smudging bot, <laughs> cleanse bot. And I was like, I think we all like collectively, I could feel, even though we weren't together, we all just like breathed a sigh of relief and started laughing. <laughs> and, and he just texted me and he was like, I love it. Like most, tr- like so much trust, like no ego at all when it comes to like building things, like I have more attachment and like more fear and like, I'm more elevated than, than he even is on stuff. And it's like, it's, they're his things. Like they're his, I'm just like, I'm so serious about it. He's just like sage. And then text me, love it. <laughs> Sparkle yeah. emoji. <laughs> like, well, the discord so built out with like, you know, all this uh, disclaimers about don't get like, you know, hacked or anybody to mess yeah. with your wallet. And like, then there's all these instructions on like, how to set up a MetaMask and like, yep. you guys That's have everything. Are you Rachel. ready for like new entries to like NFT land? Are you guys like doing any push to get like new NFT users? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think everything that we do is for that, you know, 888 The New Worlds is also going to be really focused on that. Like with We Are Eternal and Inner Circle, it's super important to us that people who are new, like understand why they're here. And I I feel like that's something that, you know, we both worked towards and learned a lot in like our separate journeys, you know, as creatives and as artists and like that we get to bring together. And it's just like, we, everybody has a responsibility to be ready for new people. And it's really hard to slow yourself down. And I feel like you know, at one point I was doing a lot of podcasts for like bachelor nation and like these, like, like these things where I was like, you know, I'm like, I want to be on like your podcast. Like, I don't want to be on fucking, I want to talk to like bachelor nation. Like, I don't want to talk to like, because I was being so selfish and I was like, well, they're not going to get half the things that I'm saying, but it's like, fuck. Yeah. They, they shouldn't. And I have a responsibility to explain it to them. Like if that's, if I'm the person that they want to hear from, then like, that's my job. Like I owe, I owe that to you guys. I owe that to everybody that listens to this podcast because more people will listen to it. More people will come in. If I do my job and talk to the people that want to talk to me that maybe know nothing about, and maybe it's frustrating, but like, that's just my job. And I think like, we all have a role to play in that. And that's why like when Rachel, like, you know, Rachel helps me with NFT affirmations discord too. And she was like, we should do this, like how to set up your MetaMask channel and what's an NFT channel. And I was like, no, I'm like, too, I'm, I'm like, so much. <laughs> it's not on brand. And she's kind of like, well, Carson, like you've created something that is meant to be like a history, like an urban dictionary of crypto culture, but you're not going to tell people what crypto is or what NFTs are. And I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. You have a point. <laughs> and so then that's what I'm like, you know, so I, I feel like we're all learning here and, and there's no better place like for people to enter this space than through like, we are eternal because you enter this space right now and you're like, Oh, I want to collect. What do I do? What do I collect? Like how, what, what, what more do you need than to know, to collect, like you get to be part of, you know, you get to have fractionalized ownership of probably one of the best collections in the in existence yeah. right now yeah. it really is a clean concept i um 
imagine you're in like marketing mode right now. Do you guys got like any visual promos coming up? Yeah, I'm always in marketing mode. Yeah, that's <laughs> those. No, yeah, we have lots of like, I'm ready to show the art. I think so is he. A lot of people are, um, you know, we'll announce soon that Andrew Wang has also joined our team nice. as, you know, kind of community as a community leader. Um, so between him and Rachel kind of covering these two spaces where Rachel's so awesome with, um, she's so awesome with like this digital communication and like always being on and in discord and chatting with people. And Andrew is somebody like you could listen, you can literally listen to him like all the time. Like he has the most calming voice or mine is like gets pretty piercing after an hour. You guys are probably finding out. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so, and Andrew has incredible ideas of like having these programs, you know, that, that happen over Twitter spaces or Twitch or whatever, where, you know, they bring people on that they, he was talking to somebody today, Ricky Thompson. Does that sound familiar? Or is that an influencer that I know? Um, That's like a basketball player. Yeah. Somebody it's that. Cornerback. Cor- <laughs> yes. The guy that used to be for the play for the Dolphins. Oh, no shit. No, really? it's Ricky. Yeah. That's, Ricky what, that's Ricky Williams. Yeah. Okay, Ricky that's Williams. Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams is my boy. Really, really? Kind of spark that joint. Ricky Thompson yeah. is, Ricky Thompson is an influencer that I call him. Ricky Thompson. That's the but, orgasm, yeah. We'll no, look no, him up. But the, the Dolphins player, apparently. Yeah, Ricky he, Williams, yep. He's like, he's like um, an astrologer. Like he <laughs> like does like astrology and like reads charts and stars and all this stuff. And Andrew was like, um, he, Andrew had had a conversation with him and was like, this would be perfect for like the We Are Eternal community too. So having these like, like manifestors and like generators and people that just talk about different things around like the world that are spiritual and cool and enlightened and fun. And, you know, it's educational and participatory and all of that. So like, there's so much stuff that we're building that's coming out, but yeah, full on, we are on, we're ready. Can't wait. Counting down the drop days, hoping that maybe there's just like one day of like neither myself or 888 coming up with an idea <laughs> change it last second always well just to come up with some, just to do something new i told him i was like month of december and he's like go do it take a vacation i was like i'm going to <laughs> art basel i'm going to Galicon, and then i'm not going to be heard from until after the new year and he was like go girl <laughs> but it's just so fun but how but honestly that's like not even true because we just love building here and love yeah. being here there won't be any stopping. It's funny. I can't, I can't for the longest time. And this wasn't until like recently, I thought Andrew was Andrew Yang. I was like, why, why is this politician hyping these fucking oh so God. much? Dude, I was like, it wasn't until like a, literally like a month ago that I realized oh, this isn't, this isn't. when he won the award this isn't the for guy. Uh, NFT NYC <laughs> best oh written material, oh, man. You had to be high. Uh, well, yeah, he was, yeah. but that's most of the time. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've he is so fun. He's like, yeah, I just he's like, I just started doing this thing where I just turn on voice channel on Discord when I start to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, you do that. I won't be. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. I'm like, I get on to like just use my shrilly voice and be like, hey. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. It's time to just. Just leave. Just go to, go, go to bed. Go to bed. I'm so. like, I, I'm like, hey, anybody up? <laughs> <laughs> but 
but we have to talk about NFT affirmations, and we got to give you some some uh, airtime here because the project's pretty cool. And I want to know if you were talking with Chad and Parrot when we were in New York. Did you guys already have that idea? Yeah, we were when we and we were all in New York together. That's really when the the idea kind of started being built out like wholeheartedly. So the way that NFT affirmations kind of came about is. I love the affirmations Instagram and have, do you guys follow this? It's like, so it's like affirmations with three apps. They're like, so kitschy. Is that the right word? Like kitschy and funny. And it's like a kind of culty and camp a little bit too, but it's so funny. Cause it'll be like, I am a massive success or like <laughs> I will drink tons of water today or even random. Like I will not be I will not die in a taxi cab. And so many people, like I just found that account probably a year ago and was always sharing it to my story. And like, as my kind of friends and, and followers and audiences like built a lot of my friends, like have, have discovered this account through me, through me sharing it on my stories. So we were talking about like building some kind of thing together. And we, cause me, Chad and Samantha were like, er, they call themselves early investors in the car coin. Met them on Clubhouse. I met them on Clubhouse and they set up a call with me like for super plastic. And then we both kind of revealed to each other down the line that, you know, it was selfish, that actually they wanted to just know more about me and I wanted to be connected to them. Uh, Cause I kind of knew I already had one foot out the door at super plastic and, and they really supported me. And they were always like, no matter what, you're going to be good. They've introduced me to tons of people. I got consulting jobs through them. And then they got connected with Parrot in the same way. And they met Parrot through their collaboration with Dylan Francis. And, and then we all kind of came together and it was like freaky family. <laughs> <laughs> it was the so photo shoot was so good, dude. <laughs> so good. So, and like, I just love them. So we knew we wanted to build something together and we knew, you know, we wanted to put our names behind it. Like we wanted to put our names and our faces behind it. We want it to be for friends and reflecting of reflecting of our friends and all of that. And we, we like tossed a couple of ideas out there and then we were all at the dream hotel and we came up, we decided we were going to make a, a Twitter and Instagram called NFT affirmations. And we just started like a, a shared notes app and like, we're doing it kind of the affirmations we were coming up with was kind of making fun of the people and ourselves at the dream hotel. Cause it was so, it was so fun and funny to just like have everybody there together meeting up. Like, you know, a lot of time, a lot of people had just like gotten an airplane for the first time. Like this was back in July, you know, it was still come to LA and all of that. And and then like, we kept trying to like, we were doing that. And then we were also thinking about like what we wanted to do as like collectibles project or a drop, a collaborative drop together. And we were like, what the, f- like, why the fuck are we not minting these? Like, they're going to be so good. So we just kept refining and refining it. And, you know, we, then when we came to New York for, we were going to go to the Hamptons art fair and the Hamptons was like ridiculous. So then we were going to throw out New York altogether. And until we saw like recognize that slime was having his thing and I never met him in person and been like huge fan, like follower since pre NFTs and like friends. And, you know, he was, he's part of 88, the new world. And we came and we just one night in our Airbnb, all four of us, we listened to pretty Ricky on the hotline over and over again, drank like three bottles of wine. And where the iconic picture of me with my elbow, the X ex- that went viral on accidental Renaissance on Reddit. Yes. 
we wrote like I just like people who don't know me like I fuck the psychotic copywriter I just sat there and I was like and they were (laughs) they were saying stuff to me and I'm the fastest fucking typer in the world they type like fucking 75 words per minute like and I'm just cranking them out in an excel sheet and we were like we have something here and people are gonna love this so fucking much and we just worked on it for months and you know, it happened and it's minting it's live. And, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. Like you learn a lot, like hindsight is always 2020. And, and, you know, we, we wanted to build something that brought people in and that kind of broke down and made fun of a little bit, like the inside jokes and the nuances and, you know, jargon of the space. Um, and that gave provenance to it, but we realized that like, we actually kind of reinforced it. And like, we kind of, you know, we, we created something that like in our discord when after we started minting, somebody was like, Hey, I got this one. And what does it mean? And it was something about crypto kitties. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> like we are actually so early. <laughs> like and that was the most, like, that was kind of the thing that it was like, where you just, you know, you realize like, you can't really like cover your face and cover your ass at the same time. Like we just, we, we have more work to do to make sure people know like how important this is and how, you know, how special this project is. And that's what we're working on now is just like, how do we actually use these as like an educational tool? Because, you know, we still have so many more to mint. And if people don't understand what the, the, you know, just over 3000 that are out right now mean, they're going to be in for a fucking tree <laughs> with the rest of them. So, you know, but it's so much fun. And, and our collectors are the best collectors. Like, you know, we're, we're, we are like sweeping shit off the floor and so are they. And, and we don't really care about the floor anyways, but the people who are in it are like fucking in it and they get it, which is yeah. like, what more can you ask for? So you said earlier that you scooped one from uh, the Gvolts Discord. Are there other places where you guys were like sourcing some affirmations from? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of them. So whenever we found something from like, like we got a lot of inspiration from crypto Twitter. <laughs> and, <laughs> I would imagine so. Yeah. And it's amazing because, um, you know, all of those are, we have, like I said earlier, as far as like rarity and trades go, we have some that are kind of like that are a little bit more generic, but they were really to just like appease the generative programming, which is yeah. like background, like border colors and um, text colors and, and font types. And then we also have Ether Spam and Verified and less than 10% of all of the affirmations are considered verified. So those reference real people projects things. So Kid 8 called me a cunt. Um, you know, look, I knew Carson Daly before she was famous. Like I am, I am slime Sunday. Um, like all of that stuff, like it's so that that's all verified, but what people don't know is that there are actually other ones that are verified. Like the floor means nothing when you're looking at the stars where people won't know that that's verified, like why that's verified without asking. Yeah. So yeah. somebody who owns that will be like, what, who said this? What does it mean? And like what I'm somebody that's an amazing artist and friend, my friend, Sam, you know, he said, my aura, my aura is too strong or my aura deflects hackers every day. He tweeted that. And I was like, dude, I'm using this as an affirmation (laughs) and that's verified. And some people will read it and be like, what? So part of the fun is like, 
the scavenger hunt of like, who said this yeah. and, and figuring it out and getting to the bottom of it. So pulled a lot of inspiration from that. A lot of friends helped us. We did use AI a little bit. So we, we trained AI to help us come up with some of these which is, was really, it was like harder to use AI to like <laughs> generate affirmations because it would, it, the AI would be like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> because that's how fresh the, you know, kind of the stuff is, but it's so much fun. I want to show you guys, um, we are working on, I got my first apparel mock-ups. Oh, um, yes. And, and I, I'm sure we're like over and I don't even know if you can show this stuff, but I don't care. But I, um, I, I love apparel design. Like, you know, I, I did a lot with super plastic and like, we came up with so many apparel, like capsules that didn't even like go to market, but always something that I've loved to do. And so I worked with, I worked on this, um, let me open it actually in my, in my computer, but I, my approach with like the apparel design is that I kind of want it to be like anti-branded. Like, I don't want it to be like, you know, to say like NFT affirmations on it. I want it to just be like conversation starters. Yeah. So like, here's like some that like this says <laughs> like bullish. And then like, these are all first drafts, but these ones are. Your whale. <laughs> Used to deal drugs. Now I deal JPEGs. So uh, they're actually- all. We created all these like design (laughs) rules. This one was, this one's a favorite. They called me a cunt. I would buy that shirt. Coming to a Spencer's near you. This is, this is obviously misspelled, but like the whole idea is to kind of like become a conversation starter because that's where it gets back to these, like the responsibility that NFT affirmations has. Like, I love this one so much. Where is it? (laughs) Have fun staying poor. <laughs> I it, it forces people to do your own research, basically. Exactly, right? yeah. and to and to be like, what's your like, you know, what's your shirt? Or like, I love that shirt. And then people are like, oh yeah, it's this this um, it's NFT affirmations. Like they started as so there's like some design rules around like the spectrum and everything is like an algorithm in itself. Like if it's very specifically like, you know, appeals or markets to people who are natively crypto or NFT, then it, then you have to do this. And if it's part of this, like if it's something that's more like unique, like more broad or vague, then it has to have this element to it. Like there's just, it's just fun to like, for me to just brand build and now to have the space in the community with like my best friends to explore and do shit, not, not be like working for anybody or like worried about anything. Like we're, we're not, everything is just like so fun. So you need a shirt that says Christian Dior, but it's D Y O R. There is an affirmation that says that it hasn't minted yet. (laughs) There's literally an affirmation that says like, I am Christian Dior. Can (laughs) Can you verify it under him? Yeah, I don't know if we can now. Someone else had to have said that before me. If it means actually illustrator might have said it. I think me and illustrator had that conversation. Yeah, you won't buy me, but shout out Tim. (laughs) I love Tim. God. Well, why aren't you guys coming to New York? We're lame and have stupid real jobs that work on Tuesdays and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, like we typically work. Uh, Monday through Thursdays. We'll quit them soon, though. We're not. We're yeah. Just well, what do you want to do? I'll help you guys quit. We we <laughs> have some ideas. We we're cooking some stuff up, but you've given us some inspiration tonight for sure. Because I feel like 
we're kind of in the same realm of time capsuling this time, you know, that like very early on quotes from a lot of the biggest artists around and we kind of curated it ourselves. You know, the podcast is kind of a way for us to curate who's on here and what we're talking about, you know, so exactly. know, there's something there. For sure. For sure. Did you guys have, did you guys see um, influenzas? They just started minting. So basically the, the, um, this dev team selected like 250 like influencers in the space and used AI to um, scan their tweets. And it randomly chose, I think, 100 tweets from 250 influencers and they're minting at 0.01 hmm. and 100% of primary market sales go to that person that said it. And 100% of secondary market sales go to the dev team. And it's really like, honestly, the art's super good. Kid Eight show, showed it to me because I, I'm fucking on it. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I tell people I'm not an influencer, I'm a fucking capitalist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Accidental. Influenza. That's, that's funny though. I get it. Now. Pretty cool. But I think like these culture driven projects, like they're next, like they are next. And, and, you know, when you have, so like when you have such a great community that's built around you already, like it's important to recognize this and to kind of like corner the space and the market. And like, you know, people are going to want to know, like, how do you go back in time and find stuff? You know, like think about Bobby hundreds. If you are somebody who finally, like, you know, Bobby hundreds, somebody that's been inspiring people for fucking decades across multiple like affinity markets and industries, like, you know, imagine being able to kind of have like a, a time capsule of like all the things that all the like big moments and big ideas and big areas that Bobby has trailblazed in. Like, it's good to recognize that. I tell people, I'm like, you know, when everyone was inside a studio 54, like when in getting their fucking picture taken and being outrageous and riding horses into the club and, <laughs> and doing fucking tons and tons of cocaine, like, they all knew that they were hot shit, like among each other. They all knew the other person, like they all thought that they were a little bit like better than everybody around them just because they were there. But like they had, there was no way that they ever would have known that they would be recognized or referenced in the way that Studio 54 is today. That's what that's, we were in right now. Yeah, this that's, is- a, that's a good comp. Now I'm just picturing like getting on my horse and riding home. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so fucking stressful. Too. Go on, cowboy. <laughs> Get off. I'm not on the horses. Oh, I'm good. Uh, on that. I need a carriage. Yeah, I need a carriage. Yeah, I'm good on that too. Well, let me know what you guys want to do if you want to quit and how I can help. Because I'm all about quitting. I'm all about it too. Sounds good. Sounds like it, a good tagline. I'm all about people quitting. <laughs> I am. Job. <laughs> the top signal but seriously we just it's fun and i'm glad that we got to do this and hang out sorry that i rugged and victor didn't come and <laughs> we've already talked to him our, don't worry about no, it. no our problem. conversation's been all over the place but i appreciate yeah, it and i'm i'm excited like really proud to be a part of 888 the new world to be part of inner circle to be a part of we are eternal you know i wouldn't have been able to do what i've done with nft affirmations if it weren't for all of that um, and so I can only imagine like what's next, you know, what the next idea is and, 
And even like, you know, I don't like saying people's lives will change from something um, because, you know, I think it's hard to know what everybody's life is like and why it just needs changing. But I know that like the people that have worked with me on these things have worked with 888 on these things. It does change their lives. You know, it's not necessarily when, when we say like, when people say like your life is going to change, it's not people need to expand their definition or like their justification for what that looks like. Like my life has changed. I quit my job. Like I told you Megan's story, Megan's life has changed. One of my, you know, friends, Adam, who goes by eyelids, who did all the design work for it, who did all the design work for social marketing for 888, the new world. You know, he also just did all of the design work for the shiny show because Oh, shiny tweeted something about, you know, needing somebody to design something. Yeah. And I, I tweeted back at him as I said, the only person that you need is eyelids. And he literally hired him because yeah, I, I said that, <laughs> like, you know, people's lot, people's lives can change for different reasons. And, and I think that like all of our lives are going to change if we're here and like, we are eternal is just kind of a, an encapsulation of that too. And it's alignment of believing in that. So. Yeah. Good luck with the job and good luck with the wedding. So. <laughs> In like five years, Liz is going to listen to this and be like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. that <laughs> yeah, like, but you were right. It's been five years. <laughs> yeah, when you guys are at the Hamptons because you live there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, I appreciate you guys. And thank you for having me. I think you guys are great. I wish you were going to be here in New York. Um, I know. There'll be another time. Yeah. We might come out yeah. to LA. A lot of people will come. come to LA. Yeah. Come through. I will show you around. I'll take you on this, whatever we need to do. We'll hang out with Tommy Wilson. Throw some balls. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Later. Carson. Bye. Damn, that's nifty. That's nifty. That's NFT. That's a nifty, nifty NFT. That's nifty. That's NFT. That's a nifty, nifty NFT. Before he fears, he leaked the plan. Exula worked on Iron Man. How cool is that? Mad Dog Jones, the dude so fine, he hand draws every single line. I sure as hell didn't know that. Fuck Render built a gallery to raise new artist popularity. What a guy. Yeah, man, it's a good guy. Too much lag like a nomad, all his belongings in a single bag. All these things, can't you see? I learned all that's NFT. That's NFT. That's NFT. That's a nifty, nifty NFT. That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT Damn, that's a nifty NFT